Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 191, looking at Obadiah 1, Matthew chapter 12 and verses 22 through to 42 and Proverbs 16. And we're first going to head into Obadiah. And as I say, chapter one is in fact the entire book of Obadiah in the Minor Prophets. And as we read Obadiah, if you could sum up the sin of the Edomites in one word, what would it be? I looked through it and the word I picked was pride. It was their pride that served them as they sought to help the enemies of God's people, as they looted and as they gained by dishonest means. Yet as the saying goes, pride comes before a fall and their fall would be great. For God had seen their sin and he would punish their pride. They would be humbled before a holy God and their dishonest ways will turn to dust. It's pretty hard going as a message, isn't it? Yet the whole of scripture screams this message out. Pride will be punished. Humility will be rewarded. So today, let's check ourselves. Have we slipped into pride? We head now into Matthew's Gospel. Jesus is accused of being a demon spirit serving Satan. Can you believe it? After all that scripture has told us about the Messiah, after all the signs that are showing the fulfillment of the prophecies, after all the healings, the casting out demons and all the wonderful teaching of scripture, the Pharisees accuse Jesus of being a demon spirit. It is such a ludicrous statement. How could a demon spirit work against itself by casting out other demon spirits and declaring the truth of the Messiah in Jesus? What we see here is the great and sometimes pretty insane lengths that false teachers will go to to take the attention off Jesus and place it on them instead. Yet this is the power of Jesus. Even when such statements are declared, Jesus shows the holes in their arguments and hits home the truth. Jesus is not shy and reserved. He is powerful and mighty. He's the son of God and he doesn't need to defend himself. Yet he does. I was thinking about this today. How often people say crazy things about the Bible and Jesus, often because they haven't actually read the word of God or read it in an appropriate manner, even making up ridiculous theologies and trying to pass them off as some form of truth. We have grown so used to false teaching in our society that we're barely able to tell what is truth now. Yet here is the word of God, bold, straight to the point, 100% truth and something that we should fiercely protect. I wonder, could we defend the word of God and Christ? Do we know him well enough? Do we know what sound doctrine is to be able to point out holes in the silly arguments and myths and statements? And so that's the challenge I face as I look at this passage. Can I truly spot falsity or have I been sucked in by it already? Finally, we have Proverbs 16. It's always surprising just how much wisdom you can find in the book of Proverbs Today I've picked out several verses that really tie in together and have hit home to me personally. There are three verses that seem to jump out. Verse 2, 9 and 25. They're all clear. Man can plan his life, make decisions and even think it's all right. Yet it is the Lord who makes straight the crooked paths. It's the Lord that guides to what is right and what is true. As we plan our ways without leaning on God, we plan for, as verse 25 says, our death. There is a special arrogance we carry to think that we are somehow in charge of our lives. The challenge I get from these verses is to recognise that the future is in God's hands, not mine, not where I serve, not even within my family's hands. It is God that guides and makes the journey ahead. Which is where verse 20 comes in. We search the word of God and we lean on God and then we find the truth that we can trust. 
We can know that God's ways are good and his plans are full of blessing because his word says so. So today I would encourage you to not listen to the world or even to your own heart. Listen to the word of God and know that God has your future planned out. Trust him and trust his ways and live the life he has set before you with full joy and celebration, knowing that he is with you every step of the way. Let's pray together. Father, as we look at Obadiah and Matthew, we can see how so many people in the past have got your word, have got your son, have got your Messiah wrong. Yet, Father, we also reflect on that, recognising how often we get things wrong and in our pride somehow pave way to the future that we think is right. And so, Father, we pray that you would humble us and that we would follow after Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, the one who will make straight the crooked paths. And Father, as we walk in his ways, we pray that you would give us confidence and joy, knowing that you are with us every step of the way, as you promised at the end of Matthew 28. And so, Father, as we go into yet another day, we pray that we would be the children of God, that we would be citizens of heaven, and that we would truly understand what it means to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray this in your name. 